This episode is brought to you by Allstate. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings vary and are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So, what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus vest that expires seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Confederacy of Dunks. Leap Pass Report. Yo, what's up? What is up? I uh, just did some like morning warm up stretches and dances and it felt good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I woke up, watched some Golden State, had a coffee, you know, like the how how you start a Friday, you know, that's what you got to do. Great Friday start. Watching some out of town game. Uh, Fred, we're here. It's the League Pass Report. It is our Patreon content that we are trying to promote, share with the world, see if people like it, and then, you know, in a way, direct them to our Patreon. You know, we've got this Mm -hmm. thing set up. Uh, It's very affordable. You know, even if you just want to chip two bucks, you don't really get anything for that, but we will shout you out and we will appreciate it. But we do have that solid $4 tier where you get the early episode release, you get, you know, no ads playing throughout the episode, and as well, you get all the access to the, like, bonus content, and we're just going to keep making more and more of the, the content. So thanks. We hope you do like this. We're really enjoying doing this kind of segment. I'm really loving it to to watch some other teams. And Fred, like what what is the League Pass report? Well, yeah, you know, just jumping on what you're saying, the League Pass report is a way to uh, you know, support us in what we're doing and for the patrons we already have. Thank you. You know, we uh we've amassed a, a small sum that we're going to of course put back into the podcast. So, we really really do appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you're thinking about being a patron, please, you know, do it. Uh, we, we appreciate it. And honestly, it, it does go a long way. So so thank you very much. But uh, from our end, you know, the League Pass Report uh, is an attempt to 
just squeeze in more basketball because that's what that's what life is about talking mm-hmm. about more and more basketball and it's also uh you know as far as me and matt learning about the league together and kind of talking about it on the regular pod i always have guests and matt's you know busy doing so much audio stuff that obviously i bring him in for one question a, a pod but this is like a tete a tete talking about the league and also assigning each other teams. That's that's what we do. So mm-hmm. we we each pick a team for the other, and their job is to watch a game uh, where they are not playing the Raptors and give us a you know a ten minute report. Mm-hmm. So uh, the first episode, uh, I was uh, I think I I, I, I assigned the Clippers, Matt Chicago. Yeah, yeah, and Matt assigned me the Clippers. Yeah, and uh, after that we. We assigned each other. Um, well, I was assigned the Pelicans, and Maddie was assigned the the Warriors. So, yeah. different ends of the spectrum, but uh, <laughs> should be interesting. Yeah, definitely. Should I kick things off here? Or kick what? it off. Okay, let me let me start my little timer. You know, just in case. Yeah, that's good. Things get things I like get it. out of control. <laughs> you don't want that. Uh, okay, so uh, mine was the Pelicans. Versus the Boston Celtics on MLK Day. Uh, it happened to be a game Huge. I was around for, and uh, I watched. I think I watched the first half, and then went about my day, and knew this was coming up. So I, I kind of went back to to watch the second half, and ended up watching the whole game. And uh, I mean, lots of fun stuff in this game. Lots of sort of like sad familiarities if you're a Raptors fan because you know I talk about the broadcast a lot last time and the broadcast for this one is really funny like the I, I'm not sure their names but like the 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 color commentator uh is, is an ex-player uh and just you know the way he was talking about like Boston Celtics not moving the ball was so derogatory and so funny <laughs> and and also the tone of the broadcast was like so happy to be in the lead for most of the game and after the you know second half boston came back and sort of just like outwilled them and ended up winning by like a significant margin final score was uh um where am i here final score was yeah 104 celtics 92 pelicans and the way the broadcasters had just like resigned to the team losing and like there was like six minutes to go and they're like, well, we're in New York in a couple of days and we'll see if the Pelicans can like get it done. And in my, like if this was a Raptors game, Devlin would be like, and they cut it to nine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so just like, just like expecting to lose and being so okay with it is something I, you know, I'm familiar with for like a long time ago, mm-hmm. but you know, even the Raptors Tampa year, and I know this isn't about the Raptors, but like just the, the fight in the organization is, is present mm-hmm. even in bad times and uh, not the case in new Orleans, <laughs> not the case in new Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I did give you that team because I wanted to kind of see if they are as sad as I think they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay, first, I just got to ask, was there a King Cake baby sighting? You know, I didn't see it. It was Christmas and I didn't see a King Cake baby sighting. And I was pretty frustrated because uh, 
I, uh, I, I assume I assumed that King Cake Baby makes like at least one appearance every broadcast. Yeah. Like, but I think maybe it's more of a specialty thing. Like when the kids are acting up, like they get scared or whatever by the King Cake Baby. Like, <laughs> like maybe it's like a punishment based thing. Um, like couple. Oh, sorry. No, no, just no, before no, no you, go ahead. I'm just thinking like, cause obviously there were fans in New Orleans. Like they're, the, was it like packed at least? It was. Yeah, it was. It was totally packed, which, again, you know, as a Canadian is sort of a weird sight to see yeah. a packed arena. But, um, yeah, it was packed. Like if we had King Cake Baby instead of the Raptor, I'm just thinking of that empty Scotiabank and seeing <laughs> King Cake Baby standing behind, you know, just staring at Devin Booker during a free throw would be just absolutely terrifying. Oh, my God. 100 <laughs> percent. If if that was happening. And and the and you replace the raptor with King Cake Baby, Devin Booker would be like, go over there. And King Cake Baby would just like choke him like Darth Vader from afar. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, yeah, like like everyone would be like, How's this happening? Like, is this flubber? Like, what's going on? <laughs> um, but uh yeah, couple notes from the game, uh, just like you know, basketball notes. Tatum, I know it's not about the Celtics, but Tatum totally brought it in the second half and kind of just like took the game over Jalen Brown as well. Like, and Schroeder also was really kind of like, you know, just a steady, efficient hand. But, you know, as far as the Pelicans, Brandon Ingram, you know, I believe in him, but they need more help. And I just feel for them not having Zion even be a part of the conversation. Like they were sort of like riding Jonas, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. Jonas is great, but like, you know, uh, it was interesting hearing other like another team talk about Jonas too, because they were just really frustrated at how bad of a passer he is outside of the double team. Mm-hmm. And it's true. You watch it, and it's like he's gotten to the point where he's good enough to be double teamed. But as the announcer was saying, you know, if if you're really if you're a good enough passer, people double team you in a different way. Mm-hmm. But people double team Jonas like they're gonna get the ball, and. Right. You see it like it's like either they, you know, he doesn't get the ball stolen necessarily, but he won't make the right pass. So he'll put someone else in a bad situation. Um, Just looking three turnovers, which isn't great for a big man. It's not the worst either. But uh, yeah, you know, um, another just like side note, our Canadian uh, uh, NAW, Nikhil Alexander Walker got uh, nine points, two for three from three. And uh, I didn't know this, but there's there was a brother sighting. So both on the bench, but the Pelicans have Willie Hernan Gomez and the Celtics have Wancho Hernan Gomez. And oh. uh, yeah, they're just like saying what's up. It must be kind of cool to like play against your brother's team on Christmas. Like mm-hmm. I assume that was a fun time, you know? Yeah. Like they're only a game and a half back of the plan right now. Do you think Zion changes this team at all if he were to come back? Like, it doesn't look like he's coming back this year. I don't know if you've heard anything different, but I mean, if they get into that 9-10 game and they have Zion back, maybe they could, you know, at least get to the 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 uh, eighth place game or whatever. Um, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I didn't realize they're only a game and a half back of the Trailblazers. So that's a good point. You know what? Like, uh, I mean, we, we can keep chatting about this game here, but I'm just going to. Just gonna search about uh, you know Zion update, see if there is one. But um, yeah, just while I'm doing that, I will also say like 
again, you know, relating it back to the team that we watch uh, a bunch, both of these coaches uh, played more people. So, you know, the Celtics mm-hmm. played 10 people, uh, Pelicans played nine and like, like actual minutes, like no one played like, you know, for we're recording this on the, uh, on February 4th, there's another Raptors game tonight, but the Raptors just beat the Bulls and we played nine guys, but one of them was Kem Birch who we played for four minutes. So yeah. they played nine guys and Jose Alvarado who Raptors fans would might remember as the guy who played a incredible D on um, Fred, like one of the best defend defensive sequences or like, you know, oh, defenders yeah. on, like just cause he was also little, he was also strong. It seemed, and, and also Fred was frustrated, which, you know, you don't see often, but um, yeah. Uh, where am I at on, on the Zion update here? Um, here we go. So, yeah. So I, I it, this is saying four to six weeks as of January 6, uh, 2022. Oh, so he could come a, back. About a month ago. Yeah. So based on this, he could come back in March, a.k.a., you know, the Pelicans could, you know, if you're a Pelicans fan, that actually, you know, you know what? Let, let me walk back my like all my morose jabs at the Pelicans because that's pretty significant. Like every game they win is like just treading water while their theoretical, you know, superstar comes back. So when he comes back, it should change the whole trajectory of the season. If they finish, you know, in a play in position, as long as Zion's there, that season's a win. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think that I'd love to see a 9-10 game uh, Lakers-Pelicans with Zion back. I think uh, it'd be interesting. Might be a little uh, LeBron upset, you know? (laughs) Totally. Um, Other guys I feel like, you know, just deserve a little bit of love here. But uh, Jackson Hayes, who who I love, is just kind of this like rangy center. He didn't do too much this game. But um, Josh Hart, Devontae Graham, Mm-hmm. They're both like just like legit shooters, legit players. And uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't really realize they were on this team. Another guy who I don't even really know is Herbert Jones, who's getting big minutes for the Pelicans. Yeah. Uh, pretty good player. Pretty good player. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know. There's some there's something scrappy about those Pelicans that you just, you know, and just what they kind of went through with AD and stuff, it just kind of seems, you know, shitty that, hey, you know, we got we got just under 30 seconds here and yeah. I'm just going to I'm just going to do an <laughs> old head moment on you. Yeah. So you, you just said what they've been through with AD. Yeah. I'll walk that back because before AD, there was Chris Paul. And it was the exact same scenario. Right. So it's so their trajectory is Chris Paul, um, AD, and Zion. So it's like first. Uh, actually, I don't think Chris Paul was first overall. I'm going to double check that. But um, regardless, it's like just like superstar after superstar that they're trying to build around and mm-hmm. failing to build around. So reminder to any franchise that wants to tank. You look at the Pelicans and you think you think twice about tanking unless you have a really, really good plan to cultivate success for that star quickly. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, yeah, that's 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 my Pelicans report. Nice, man. Yeah, I think uh, I think you crossed a lot of the uh, the boxes or checked them, if you will. That sure. uh, I was curious about. 
Yeah, we're making up the boxes. You know? Yeah, so we're, we we're, make we're the check, boxes. We check the boxes. boxes. Come on, now. Forget about it. <laughs> so should we move on to my team? Let's do it. Hit me with the Golden State. I'll start my 10-minute timer. All right. Here we go. So, yes, I did get the Golden State Warriors. And I will start by saying that when I started getting into basketball with this pod way back in 2014, and then I was hearing about these Splash Brothers, and I was seeing these Splash Brothers, I'm like, these guys are dorks. Just absolute dorks. And I I think this is before they won their first championship, too. Mm -hmm. So I was just, like, kind of really annoyed and kind of hated them for a bit, and I didn't really appreciate their brilliance. But then, you know, with all the stuff that's happened to Clay, and then the comeback, it just has been, like, it's really changed it for me. And the fact that, you know, we beat them in the in the finals and mm-hmm. you, you can't take that away from us so you know yeah i'll like you a little bit more after that sure but uh speaking of clay man he's 11 games back now after like a almost a thousand game a thousand day sorry <laughs> absence <laughs> he looked fantastic he just was like just like uh they, they really managed his minutes you know he only played 23 but he got 23 points Sorry, I I will say that uh, this was the Golden State Sacramento game uh, that was last night on the third. And, uh, okay. Uh, so I kind of knew going into it that it was going to be a bit of a wash. Golden mm-hmm. State has the best home record in the NBA right now. So I was oh, like, I didn't know that. yeah. So and like they're they're like a game or two back of first place. They look really good, and they had no Draymond. They had. No Iguodala. So some of those character vets that, you know, I think the announcer said that, like, they've been playing a lot tighter games without Draymond. So, like, they got off to a really huge lead early with Sacramento. And they never kind of, like, it was pretty much over in the first, even though uh, Sacramento had a a much better second half and they outscored them. It's just like the, the lead was just too far ahead. And they got, you know, like too much, uh, they were just, they had so much balance on the team. They had like Kaminga had a great game. I was going to ask, how is he? He was one of the, you know, I only educate myself on rookies as they like are about to, you know, join the NBA. But yeah. him and Jalen Green were, were those were the, the prominent guys that, that, that chose to forego the NCAA, make yeah. some money play in the G league for a year and get drafted. And, you know, Jalen green second overall to the rockets. And I think seventh overall, uh, Kamingo went to G state. Uh, state. So yeah. that's a pretty, you know, interesting like situation for him. Like, is he blending in? Is he like excelling? I thought he was great. He had, you know, like he went eight for 10 on the field goal percentage. He had 18.7 wow. boards in, uh, only 25 minutes. Like no one played over, like Steph played 31 minutes Everyone was under uh, under thirty, and and like Steph probably would have played a bit more, but he got bonked in the head, in the nose. Oh. He got a nosebleed with like five minutes left, Cheers. so he spent the rest of the game just kind of watching with like you know gauze stuffed up his nose, looking uncomfortable. But he really didn't need to play. Like so, it was kind of I. It's kind of like I made an, a note that like uh, this is also a really weird week for Golden State as they've had like one game in five days or something like that. Mm. Oh, so they're very well rested. Yeah, they're well rested and they have like three days off now before they like ramp up before the All-Star break. So you can see like 
Kerr isn't like, well, you know what, you're gonna have some time off. Let's just like let's put let's throw Clay on for 40 minutes and see, you know, if he gets 13 threes or whatever again. Didn't need to do that because uh, Clay played 23 minutes and he hit seven threes. So wow, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's like that's like a Clay is back. Yeah, type scenario. Yeah, um, really felt like that. Um, what was I going to say? Yeah, Kaminga was great. Oh yeah, as I was saying about Kerr, it's just that you know he's he's balancing it. He's not overplaying these guys. He knows that this is like a team that has the opposite record of them. Uh, Nick Nurse, <laughs> obviously, we're he's just playing our guys into the mud. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of interesting to see that where you know I, I saw it as like a preparation a little bit for the playoffs. Um, because, you know, I think, I think, uh, you know, that franchise is a little bit scarred from how they, you know, the injury problems with Kevin Durant, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna feel like it forever that they mismanaged that and it cost them a championship. So, you know, I think, you know, it's, uh, I don't think it's said enough that, uh, I think they did mismanage it. I think, um, you know, you're seeing it a little bit with Brooklyn right now, right? Where if you fully invest in so few players, um, you kind of are in a situation where like, the, your strategy is, is dependent on those players being like all the way healthy. And mm-hmm. um, they broke down over, you know, so many runs to the finals and their final run, they were almost completely broken down. So yeah, I think, yeah, it's an interesting point. Cause like the, when the warriors started before they like, cashed in and accumulated and got uh KD uh, they you know were this team that was like so robust and had all this D- Leandro Barbosa and like all these different guys mm-hmm. and it seems like they're closer to that now with Kaminga and Peyton and you know yeah I, I haven't mentioned him yet but I do want to talk about Maple Jordan I haven't talked about Maple Jordan yet hey all-star <laughs> Yeah, in Andrew the Wiggins, the 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 Maple Jordan. I I looked him up on Basketball References. I was like, oh, that's his nickname. Eh? He's got people were calling him Maple Jordan. That's not a lot of pressure. Yeah, uh, uh, this kid's had so much pressure. It's crazy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he didn't have the greatest of games. He he got twelve. He was twelve one and four over twenty seven minutes. But you know he hit two of four threes and his three point percentage is up over forty percent, which wow. is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's higher than Steph's. Obviously, he's not taking as many shots as Steph, though. Right. But I'm really happy for Wiggins. I'm a bit worried that he's going to get traded. I think that they might... You know, he's only got mm. one year left on his contract. So hmm. I'm kind, I am kind. I don't know if it'll happen, but maybe they're going to make a big move somewhere and, and trade... Uh, trade Wiggins to, you know, solidify more of a stronger playoff run. So, uh, but I really liked his game. I thought he looked really comfortable. I thought he looked uh, very loose and like, you could tell that he like is getting along with clay. And, um, I think it's, I think it's been a really good fit for him. I don't know if he's going to stay in golden state long, but I think it's like kind of like having the leadership of Steph and Draymond and all these guys, I think it's going to really help his career. I don't know where he's going to go next. Maybe he'll go to the Raptors man. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Maple. I don't know. Come home. The other wow. thing else. <laughs> hey, breaking, breaking news here on, on the pod. Matty D trying to, <laughs> trying to like will this, uh, maple, maple Wiggins in Toronto, uh, to yeah. existence. 
Sam, uh, just some aesthetic things I'd like to say. I do love their jerseys. They're black and yellow ones they were wearing. I love the yellow paint. You know, it pops. It's nice. I like that San Francisco flavor. Uh, the the announcers, uh, Fitzgerald and Kalena, they weren't super funny or doing like from downtown San Fran or you know, they weren't doing any yeah. of the, the devil and stuff I'm used to, but I thought they had really good chemistry and, uh, you know, really good flow, really good enthusiasm. I liked them a lot. Um, yeah, like I'm kind of, I don't know. I think Golden State, I, I, I'm going to say Golden State could be a Final Four team this year. That's what I was going to ask. You know, we got a minute and a half left yeah. here. I uh, love that you brought up Wiggins. So happy for him in a, in a yeah. new situation. But, uh, you know, Phoenix is, is the top team in the NBA. But do you think that uh, Golden State, like, would you, like, I think they're a contender. I think that's fair to say. Do you, like, think that they are the team to beat or, you know, not quite? Well, I do kind of feel like they, you know, I, I do think Phoenix is going to be tough if they end up playing them. And I, I don't know if it would be the second or the third round. Would they face this one versus well, it two? Well, if they finish first and second, it would be the conference finals, yeah. Conference finals, yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's tough. Like, I think it's a bit of a toss-up. I think I think that's a series that could go long. I think that, you know, people are still kind of like, oh, or is Golden State back? Like, the dynasty Golden State? Or mm-hmm. is it a bit of a goofy thing because the West is, like, a bit of a mess with, you know, LeBron right. and... <laughs> Um, and the Clippers, you know, like, it's just kind of like, a. it's kind of like hard to say if, if they're like going to go back to the finals. I don't know. Like, I just, I, I could see them getting so far and then like, just maybe, maybe Phoenix wants it more because, you know, they have a little more desperation on that team of guys that haven't won. Wow. Phoenix has never won. Right. And, you know, I think it, that might edge them out a little bit. And, you know, and that's, that's it. Uh, is that it? Is that the time that's on the Golden it. State Warriors? We, we made it to the time <laughs> and, and Matt, you know, there was some stress at the end there, but <laughs> you decided that uh, Golden State isn't going to bring it as hard as Phoenix. Which yeah. It's fair. I it's going to be an amazing, that would be an amazing series though. I would love that series. Like that's going to be. And Phoenix, yeah. Like whoa. they definitely like, you know, I always like when a team has like some eye of the tiger and like Phoenix definitely has some, like we just lost, like we're about to like, we're winning, you know, and yeah. Chris Paul's last year. So like the Phoenix momentum's real, I think. Uh, but I mean, we'd be, we'd all be very lucky to see a Phoenix Golden State Conference Finals. Definitely. And the last thing I'll say about Steph Curry is, dude, are you are you still wearing a Livestrong bracelet? He's rocking a yellow bracelet. Is it is it is he rocking some Livestrong still? Uh, what's Livestrong again? <laughs> it was uh, Lance Armstrong's uh, cancer charity. That that's hilarious. Yeah, I didn't know that. That it. Oh, you didn't know about this? Oh, no, I, I didn't know I, that Steph still wears it. Oh yeah, like I don't know if it is. I just saw it because it was like you know that yellow rubber band. So it could have been something else. It could have been just a Golden State thing, whatever. Uh, but what I thought, I was like, holy shit, is he the last guy wearing a Livestrong bracelet? <laughs> the NBA? Why is anyone talking about that? But uh, I could be wrong anyways. Anyway, that is that is it for the Golden State Warriors. That is it for the New, or- New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Fred, this was fun. What do you say we uh, give some new teams? Let's do it. Let's assign some new teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, I don't know. Did you want me to assign you first or do you want to assign me first? How do you want to do it? I'm going to assign you first because I was thinking about it last night and I want to make sure that you didn't also assign them. But uh, I'm giving you another big, like you had a, a bottom team. I want you okay. to have a bigger team because you know what? It's a bit of a shit show there. And I love that it's a bit of a shit show there. I'm giving you the Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Oh, I love it. Because like, what's going on? Like, Harden's just saying, he's like, I don't even know if I want to play basketball anymore. Like, whoa. Like, <laughs> like Kyrie. Good stuff, yeah. Kyrie. Okay, here's the stipulation, though. You have to watch an away game so we can see Kyrie Irving. I want some feedback on Kyrie. So, 100%. Yeah, it's got to be an away game. And, uh, yeah, just like, it just seems like I don't, I don't see them. I don't even know if I'm putting them in my top eight. I'm going to, uh, to be honest with you, in the playoffs. I don't even know if I'm putting them there. I love it. Uh, they remind me a lot of the uh, the Lakers that were a disaster. The the Nash, Kobe, Pau Gasol, Dwight Howard, Lakers. Uh, you know, sometimes you try and make a super team and it totally blows up. And I'm, I love that. It's yeah. one of my favorite NBA narratives. Thank you, Matt. This is a very fun assignment for me. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm kind of going back and forth between two teams because I want to make sure you get like pure excitement. But also, you know, I want to make sure you are, you know, getting some interesting teams that you might not watch otherwise. So, okay, I think I think I'm going to give you the Memphis Grizzlies uh, and um, just give you the jaw show. Uh, the, nice. the Grizzlies are incredible. Yeah, they're like, I, I, I'll be honest, I was debating between the Grizzlies or the Cavs. Because those are the two teams and the Bulls that are really, you know, yeah. have come from being like mediocre to not good to being like a legit potentially home court team. So I want to yeah. see what, like, tell me why the Grizzlies are so good. You know what? I, when I was looking at the standings today, I was like, man, look at Memphis. I, I'm always shocked when I see how high they are in the standings. Like they're, they got six and 18. Yeah. 36 and 18. You know, if the playoffs start today, it'd be Memphis, Denver. Uh, what a great series that'd be. So just, just to give people perspective, 36 and 18, that's better than any record in the Eastern conference. Mm hmm. So, so the Grizzlies are the third best team in the league right now. Yeah, yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm really excited to watch this. Watch this, you know, uh, Jonas less Memphis team. <laughs> you can watch Stephen Adams pick up. Oh yeah, uh, another six ten man like a baby. I love Stephen Adams and so just again. pat them like. <laughs> excuse me, are you Jason Momoa? Um, and, no. And, 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 <laughs> And I will say about the Brooklyn Nets, uh, Blake Griffin is officially your nemesis, and we'll, we'll get into that more on on the next episode. But you can yeah, let's, let's you can check in Blake on his Hunter. seven minutes he plays a night or whatever the hell it is. Wow, Blake Burns, <laughs> you get me in trouble. Get a Soto Soto punch. Oh goddamn! All right, man, this is uh, this has been fun. Should I play us out here or what? Play us out, baby. Thanks for listening, and thanks to the patrons. This has been the Confederacy of Dunks Leak Pass Report. Leak Pass Report. Leak Pass Report. Leak Pass Report. Report. 
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.